This podcast is brought to you in part by Surewinder. Surewinder takes great pride in producing high-quality tools that keep you safe and make your life easier. Let them shoulder the burden of winding your springs with a power drill. Hey guys, uh, this episode I interviewed Paul with Haw's Door. You don't want to miss it. Great information, great conversation. I think this is going to be a fun episode. Sit back, relax, enjoy, and be safe. Hey Paul, how are you doing today? Doing doing great this morning. So um, for those of you guys obviously that can't see, we have Paul in studio today. Uh, not much of a studio. It's an office that we kind of converted That's into right. a studio. Happy but to be here. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Gr- it's great. Uh, Back in so the radio days of college. Man. We were going to um, record yours over the phone, but you hit me up and were like, hey, I'm coming. And, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Pack the truck and head on down. So I appreciate <laughs> that. It's nice to have somebody in studio. It should make it a little bit more alive because uh, I'm ADD. So uh, if people give me a long answer, sometimes I just drift off. And I'll be like, uh, so... It's nice to have you in the studio. No long answers. I'll keep you awake. No, I, long I, answers are good. I like when my, my guests speak. I just, it's a it's a mental thing for me. I, I'm, my wife says I do it to her all the time. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate uh, Paul, it. Paul is, uh, Paul's with Haas, um, and uh, I want to learn a little bit about Paul. And, and have you tell our audience a little bit about yourself. So how did you get in the door business? Well, I'm a, I'm a second-generation uh, guy in, in the door industry. My dad started a door company in New Jersey, so he basically decided to jump into a door industry after he was working on tractor-trailer doors, and it was hot in the summer and cold in the winter. And he said, there's got to be a better place. And he looked at a, a home, and you know, that's a good place to have a have some work done in a home. Next thing you know. Sit up just a little bit to the mic. There we go. There you go. But next thing you know, he's uh, he's doing garage doors, and uh, it took off from there. So I grew up, everything on my plate growing up, uh, all the food on my back from the door industry. That's and awesome. That's how I am. I've been in the door industry my entire life, and it's everything for my kids, getting my kids through college and doing everything else. It's all come from the door industry. So And your brother's in the door industry. Oh, yeah, the family business is still going strong. I you know, I got out of college, got into family business, and yeah, I grew up doing that stuff, you know, stalling as a kid. You know, that's that's where you'd pick up all the all the little fun stuff, you know. Yeah. Some of the best stories you have, you know, growing yeah, up yeah. is what what happened on a job site. You right. Know? And and you get to learn a lot about product. Yeah. So I got lucky and got a chance to have a career and to learn a trade. Now, you know, fast forward all of a sudden I went from a family business to uh, you know, going out on my own kind of looking, you know, different ac- ac- avenues and uh went from the family business which I, I love, we just uh, you know, wanted to part ways and, and go in different directions, which was great. Yeah. Still have a great relationship with my family. It's yeah. been, it's still great They're And they're doing even your brother. Oh yeah. You, <laughs> you know, my brother, we, you know, you've yeah. done, you've done seminars with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we love the industry. You can't help. I it. love him um, today. He's so passionate. Oh, he is. And we're I all, love his passion. Yeah. And we're all passionate about the door industry. I mean, it's given so much to us. Yeah. And so I got a chance to go out and, you know, and try different careers, you know, all in the door industry, you know, from distribution to work with manufacturers, 
you know, I, I've been blessed. I really, truly have been blessed. And yeah. I've been able to take everything I've learned along the way and, and morph that into, you know, years of experience. Yeah. You know, and, and having that, that drive, just like when I was a door dealer and, you know, looking at product today, you know, I've been, I've been in your shoes or I've been in everyone's shoes at one point or another. And so beyond the manufacturer side, it gives you a good perspective. Yeah. It really has. Yeah. It's, I've, I've been, had multiple careers uh, and fortunate enough to be on both sides a lot, um, which is weird, but um, I've been on uh, prior to this, like when I was younger, uh, I think I was 19 when I started in the car business, I was selling cars Fast forward, I got out of car business, started uh, uh, working for the vendor side, selling to dealers. Uh, and when you can kind of take that whole loop and put it together, your perspective is very strong. There's a lot of knowledge and information that you can provide, but not a lot of people want to hear it. Like, you know what I'm saying, unless they ask you. Um, so <clears throat> it's interesting um, the perspective you have on the industry and uh, efficiencies and, and tricks when you've seen both sides of it. Absolutely. So you Absolutely. probably have a lot of wealth of knowledge. Oh yeah. And, and I love sharing that. I mean, I love, uh, I've been very fortunate. I've been leading teams, um, in the industry and been very lucky to be able to have that experience on different levels and pass that along. Yeah. You know, I'm one of those people that believes in, you know, training and leading up, you, know, you, you need to make sure that, you know, everyone understands, you know, what you're doing, how you're doing it. Yeah. And that, that comes with even, you know, the product knowledge. I mean, you have to have all of that. Yeah. So before we jump into Haas, um, I uh, I spent a little bit of time with you prior to coming in the studio, and you told me a story about your kids. Are you okay sharing that on the air? Because I think it's a very unique story and, and one that I think is very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm wide open. So you got five kids. Yes. Walk me through the story again of how you got five kids. Well, Now I know, pause real yeah. quick. Door guys, we know how you get kids. <laughs> this is unique. We're gonna go through the story. Don't pause it. We already know how how kids are made, but let's go with it. No, we, uh, my wife and I, you know, we've always wanted kids. Wanted kids young, you know, like everybody. You know, you want to start a family, and um, so we were trying. And um, my my wife is adopted, and uh, she she had a great uh, great childhood, and um, her brother's adopted. So we were. When things weren't going in our direction, we thought, well, we'll just go to, we'll go to adoption. And so we, we went that route. And little did we know that also we were trying on the other side, you know, through in vitro and stuff wasn't working. But when we signed the paperwork for the adoption, we also found out that, hey, that last in vitro, actually it did work. So we went from having zero kids to having three pretty quickly. I, I became a dad with uh, my son. And all of a sudden, you know, eight, nine months later, we got twins. It's crazy. So it, it was it was a blessing. I mean, we, we wanted a family, and, and we got it. And then a couple of years later, when we were told that we couldn't have kids on our own, um, we, we had our, our fourth. Yeah. And there, there you go. We, you know, we went from zero to having kids, you know, every which way, adoption, in vitro, natural. And then later in life, we, uh, you know, we were very lucky and fortunate to, you know, we say we have five kids. We, we had a, a son's best friend uh, going through a situation and we need some help and assistance. And so we, we, we jumped in as, as, as helping people, you know, as yeah. what you do. And, uh, you know, we, we brought them into our family. And so I say I have five kids, you know, 
it's it's a blessing. I've always wanted to adopt. So it's 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 fantastic. It's it's a blessing on both sides, and you, know, you just thank God for what you what you can do. Yeah, you know, I, I love being a parent. Uh, we were talking earlier. I was joking that uh, you know, all my kids are older. You know, we're empty nesters now, but uh, you know, you still love having the kids around. I'm very yeah. fortunate to have the kids around, and you know, being a quasi grandparent and all that fun stuff. And when I think about that story. And I hear stories similar to that so often. Like if you've been trying to get pregnant for so long and then all of a sudden you adopt and then bam, you get pregnant. I feel like God's like, all right, if I give you what you want, I'm going to need this little little guy over here taken care of. So take care of him. That's right. And I'll, I'll take care of you. And, uh, you know, for, if I was him, if I was the the first child that you adopted, I would feel super special because I would be like, God held them back from their dream until he placed me with them for a specific purpose with the right people at the right time. And that's incredible. Like, I feel like that's a big deal. And I hope he recognizes that. Oh yeah. And there's a special bond. There's a special bond. And, uh, you know, I'll tell a quick, quick story. Uh, hopefully I won't cry through it, but just my son, you know, we've always been very open that he's adopted and, uh, and he, and he's fantastic. He's the, you know, probably our favorite. Well, you know, you don't want to say that out loud too many times, but, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I tell all my employees, you know, my favorite. I'm, I'm reading to him and, you know, he's, he's little, you know, Bubba and got sitting in the bed and reading to him. And next thing you know, he just blurts out, you know, the, the story had something about a baby or something. And then he goes, I wasn't born in mommy's belly. Man, it freaked me out. I don't know what to do. I start sweating because I'm like, well, yeah, buddy. And, and but what do you do? Like he's now smart enough yeah. to ask. He said he stated that. He goes, yeah, but dad, I was I was born in her heart. Oh, man, awesome. I just lost it. And I, I tell you, it's it's one of those things you always remember. Yeah, that's we have, awesome. We have a great family, great family unit. And, Sounds like it. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we are right now. We are blessed. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man, and and uh, kudos to you uh, for, for taking the leap on adoption. I know, um, for myself, my wife and I have kind of dabbled in it a little bit and, uh, you have to face some really difficult questions prior to going through the process because, uh, sometimes you don't really get to choose who you get. Right. I mean, right. and so, um, you have to like, all right, what if, what if we get a kid that's dealing with this? Can, can we handle that? Right. Like, and, um, and so, uh, we, we have come to the agreement that yes, we can, but not right now. Uh, mostly because of the hours that I'm putting in. So I'm working really hard to get to a point where I can work less hours and, uh, we can grow our family, but I have a strong desire to adopt and always have since I was like a kid. Um, very compassionate when it comes to kids in need. Uh, like my wife always tell me, if I see a kid in need, she's like, give me your wallet. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to give it to him. Let me buy him something. Let me give him some money, whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a wussy. When it comes to kids, dude, I'm all out. Whatever I'm, I'm you want. Right like, there with you. If you're in need, I got you. I don't care if I go bankrupt. Like, I'll take care of you. Um, all right, so let's talk about Hawes. Yes, yes. When did you start with Hawes? Uh, it's almost two years now. Okay. Almost two years. And what do you do for them? I'm the vice president of sales and business development. Okay, so, so I you get make it happen. Oversee, 
I get to oversee the outside sales team and uh, nice. a couple of the inside people. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a blessing. It's one of those things I got to know the, you know, the Haas family, Nofsinger family in the past. And it was one of those situations where, you know, Hey, when there was an opportunity, it just, uh, it was the right move, right fit, right feel, you know, you just get, you get that at times. So Haas is a family owned business. Yes, it is. I did yes, not it, know that. Yep. It is a family owned business, Nofsinger family. And that's something, the Haas story, man, the Haas story is fantastic. Tell so, me about it. So Haas, you know, and that goes back to 1954, you know, Haas doors when it started and it's going strong and all through all those years. But then you got uh, the Nofsinger family. They got, uh, you know, door dealers. They're basically a door dealer family. A couple, okay. lo- couple locations going strong, doing well. Out of and, where? Uh, this is out of the Ohio okay. know, region. So you have uh, Ohio locations and. So you have a door dealer, and again, uh, Ed Nofsinger, he's second generation himself you know, in the door industry, and gets an opportunity to buy a garage door manufacturer. So you have a door dealer who then buys a manufacturing company to make doors. It's just, it's a story you don't normally hear. Right. You know, and, that, and that's it, you know. Uh, 1995 takes a leap of faith, like you talked about before, about yeah. you know, taking some leaps takes a leap of faith and goes after it. And here we are 25 years later, That's 2020, crazy. you know, and it's, it's just, it's a blessing. And, you know, we talked about like myself, you know, I've been in the door industry and I'm second generation. I grew up installing this stuff. You know, where would you have a company where the president, Jeff, Jeff Nofsinger is president today, has been there uh, for years. He has installed garage doors. You know, he, he grew up yeah, around it. I don't you know, know any, you know, is that Ed now chairman of the board has installed garage doors, both of which have been dealers. Show me a, a, a board, show me an exec team where there's multiple people on the team that have right. been installing garage doors to that extent and know the intricacies about everything. And that's where the story of Haas is it's a manufacturing company that is built for the technicians, built for the dealers. Yeah, Everything we do has gone through and said, hey, how does this affect the dealer? How does it affect the technician? We make it easier to install. Give me um, an example of that. Uh, how you make it easier to install? Perfect example. I'm sure you know. Down, you're familiar with wind load, and if you ever we had, don't do it here, but yeah, yeah, but I'm you're familiar. familiar with it. And if you ever had to put on all the different struts, yeah, you know they're not pre-drilled when you're you know with most door manufacturers, and you got to take that you know self-tapper screw, and mm-hmm. you got to you know put that through that strut and into the panel multiple times, and sometimes in those doors you might have. Uh, you know, two struts or more on every right. single section. And, man, that's a workout. Man, your upper body, it, it's taxed. Um, ours are pre-drilled. We have a different strut. Uh, it's a patented E strut small we have. Small things that count. It's right? the small things because all of a sudden you put that door in and you're like, wow. I mean, I, I'm, I'm an example. I've been doing other doors in, in the past, and I got a chance and you know, put one of ours up, and I'm like, how am I not? Like, my upper body doesn't hurt as much. Imagine that all day. Yeah. Uh, there's a difference there. And it's the little differences. Um, you know, and, and that's where we come across and say, Hey, we've done, we've done some work, but also we continue to do work. The, the best thing about Haas door is, you know, the quality of people. And that goes from, you know, from the bottom up is quality people. And we look at that and say, Hey, how else can we now take that and take it to our quality dealers? We right. have, we have great relationships with our customers, uh, longstanding, you know, if you're a dealer of Haas door, whether it's their main line or secondary line, you know, we're listening to you. You know, we, we make changes because we can. We make changes a lot uh, because we listen. We're saying, hey, what else we need to do? It's good. 
And that's why we have such a big breadth of product. When you look at our website, man, we got everything. So residentially, commercially, you know, from, from commercial aluminum, uh, glass to residential, I mean, you name it. That's why, because we've been listening and saying, hey, what else do we need? Yeah. What else do we need to have on hand? And we just continue to strive to do that. That's, that's the quality side of it, looking at you know, our people, knowing that uh, we, we can have the people on hand to do it. And then now we turn to our quality customers and say, hey, what do you want? Yeah. So Hawes is different. Yes. And um, you guys, I don't, I mean, I, I don't think you guys have a desire to be the biggest garage door manufacturer in the world, right? No, I mean, there's nothing that's uh, on our you know, mission statement that says being, being the biggest. We have a commitment to the independent door dealer. That okay. is our commitment. And you hit it on the head earlier talking about, uh, you know, a pizza. Yeah. And, and equating a pizza to, you know, wanting to see when it's baked and what's going on and, and how's it happening and, and being transparent with that communication. Right. The difference with Hoss. On both is, levels, on, the manufacturer to the dealer and dealer to the customer. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to tell the, you know, the end consumer what's going on. They right. want to know. They're, they're giving you their money. Yeah. And it makes them feel better when they're bought in and understand the process a- of what's abso- happening. Absolutely. So the, the other difference is we do not make um, inventory. We make a garage door. If there is a order that's put in, that order is put in, and we are processing that order today. It's a good business model if you're trying to keep capital and cash flow going. Well, and it, it's hard. I mean, yeah. you are swapping out dies, and you are doing some. You are jumping through hoops to make that stuff happen. And it is is it the most efficient way to uh, run mass sections of garage doors? Probably not. Uh, but we do it, and, yeah. and we do it because we want that ability to say that your order just like that pizza is just made it, i mean you know the process so when when an order is placed with us through Hossworks uh, internally you as soon as you process that order you get a due date so you know immediately as soon do you guys as, have an online ordering system yes we do man i love that yes so we do i so think everybody should have an online ordering system i i do believe most manufacturers do have an online ordering system but you know you have a lot of distribution centers who don't, right? So if you're buying through a third-party distribution center, um, it's it, you still are doing like, I guess, an email or a phone call, uh, which is frustrating yeah. to say the least. And, and we you still got more room for oh, yeah. And we still get error. we still get you know customers that, that you know they don't have the ability or don't want to do something. They want to online. fax that joker in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys still get fax orders? You know, there's always someone out there that still, yeah. still lives that way. But no hate, no hate. No, I'm just saying. But we, we, we can say that we're we're lucky. We got the majority of our customers that are going and using the online systems. But the benefit of that is then they get a you know they're getting a due date and they're getting it immediately. We're very transparent. They know exactly what's happening. So then you can then take that information, you can share that right with your customer and they will know, you know, and so we're very open with that. If we had something come up, um, perfect example that when the pandemic, you know, it's all hidden, you know, we basically said, Hey, you know what, we're going to, we're going to close up for two weeks and we closed up for two weeks so that we could take the time, get all of our employees home. First of all, let's get everyone home, feel safe, get with your family. But also, uh, it gave us a time to get the plant ready. Yeah. You know, put all the policies and procedures in place to make sure it's safe and make sure we got a safe workplace. And again, it's, it's for everyone at work. Right. And by doing so, it gave everyone a chance to you know, get back, kind of take it all in. But it also, we knew it's going to hurt us. You know, we knew that we're, it's going to, it's going to put a backlog on us because we now have two weeks 
And we have no production. Nothing. Close the doors, shut the machines down, clean things up. That was it. That was the mandate. So we know that's going to happen. So we came back on. We're like, hey, it's going to be pushed back. But, you know, we did the math so that even still, the date you got was the real date. You know, it wasn't like, hey, the date plus 10 or date plus 2, whatever, you know. We didn't have you do the math. Right. We, We come out and said, hey, here's the new date. Boom. Done. And then as we went through that time frame where we got better at it, we reduced it. But always being transparent with our with our customers and our dealers. It's be as open and, and honest with, hey, here's where we're at. Yeah. So when something happens, you know, right now, is, I mean, we're all going through this. I mean, everyone's in this together in this pandemic. I mean, you have problems getting product, period. And I mean, I mean product in everything that goes into that garage door, uh, from foam to glass to you name it. You know, yeah. the, these are all items that you know, none of us as manufacturers make None of us make our own glass. None of us make our own right. foam. I mean, you have to get that stuff brought in. And again, if, if any of those manufacturers are hit, you know, with with COVID issues or uh, anything, that that stalls the process. We're all in this together. It can happen yeah. to any one of us. It can happen to a dealer when all of a sudden someone gets sick. God forbid. So we're just trying to, you know, all be in this storm together. We all have different ships. And you know, we're trying to make sure our ship is, is ship shape and make yeah. sure we get through it. And, and we know we're all, you know, we're all dealing with the same things. I mean, it, we're all having a hard time getting lumber. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to get a fence right. built in my backyard for two months. And I called him again uh, earlier this week and I said, Hey, any update? Like, and, and they finally told me, they're like, Ryan, we can't get the lumber. And I'm like, Okay, just tell me, right? Like, I'm yeah. understanding. I'm not going to yell at you. Like, I mean, my problem is a fence, right? Like, I'm not, it's not like one of my kids are dying. Like, I'm okay. Like, we'll just wait. I'm in the home service industry. I, I understand. So, um, you know, I think people are, are somewhat being understanding uh, through this time. I know we've had uh, some customers get frustrated, but for the most part, people have been pretty understanding with, um, with delays and stuff like that, but they want answers. Like they, they, they want answers like, okay. Uh, Hey, we're, we're looking at this, uh, date now, um, unfortunately. And, you know, uh, but when we got to move it two or three times, that's really frustrating for the customer. Um, and, uh, and I understand, like, I get it. You know, it's not easy for manufacturers. We're all dealing with this for the first time. That's right. So it's not like we had a whole lot of practice, right? I mean, <laughs> we're talking about practice. <laughs> Alan Iverson. Yeah, yeah, it's all just practice. This is practice, man. Come on. We're talking about practice. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm, some are handling it better than others, right? Um, we had a door manufacturer that was struggling going into the pandemic, and it's just gotten worse. And so we recently left them. Um and I still love their doors, which is a challenge. Like I'm heartbroken, but it's just caused so much heartache. Um, and, uh, I, you know, for me, I'm more about, um, processes, procedures, communication, uh, than I am about, uh, how a door looks and the details. Um, you know, I tell, I encourage my listeners and I know you're probably going to hate it. And this is all season about suppliers, but we don't need to have brand loyalty, unfortunately, um, because when you pigeonhole yourself into one brand, things could change. Like they could get acquired. Um, 
they can have a new CEO come in and take it in a different direction and it not line up with what you're doing. And now you got to learn something brand new from scratch all of a sudden. Um, you know, and, and I know there's some benefits to brand loyalty. I get it. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to be held. Um, I don't want leverage on me um, by a manufacturer. I, I want, I want to sell multiple doors. And, and for me, when I go to like, customer's house um you know i don't want to lose a deal because i can't get that door i want to be able to get all doors um and so we're talking a lot about uh brand loyalty and um and so uh i i've got some brands that i'm more loyal to than others um but at the same time uh it's hard these days like for a dealer anything could change on the spur of the moment and then you got to change your whole business because you didn't know it was coming and it's oh, yeah. changed in a direction that you don't like. So you hit it on the head. It's, yeah. it's so hard. And that's where we understand that. And, yeah. You know, we have a lot of dealers that are you know, high specific in, in what they carry, but we yeah. also know that we have a lot of dealers. They're not. Yeah. And we can understand that. We just try to be as you know steady and as true as, as we can, as you know, we're not in that boat. Yeah. Um, you know, we're a family owned business, Yeah, you know, and, and we, you know, we pride ourselves on having the, the right dealers uh, as our customers. And we call that kind of the Haas family. You know, you guys probably have more brand loyalty than probably a lot of the people that I see, just because of your kind of go-to market strategy. Can you talk a little bit about your go-to market strategy and how it's kind of unique? I mean, I know there's some other manufacturers that do similar stuff, but tell us a little bit about how you guys uh, get your product, like who you choose to work with, and yeah, and that's and that's a little bit about what you're talking about, where you yeah. know. We're brand loyalty and we and we fully understand that uh we also understand on our end we you know we have loyalty you know we want to make we want to make sure that you know we're going through an area and we have a a dealer in a market and you know they're doing you know the market justice for us uh, and if that's happening which is traditionally what is going on we, we try to pick you know the right people and have you know great relationships out there and when, right. when that's happening you know both sides are happy um yeah we don't set somebody up that's right there then there's no, yeah. there's no need to. So we look at things a little differently. Like I said, our go to market is different. We will sit there and say, Hey, you know, how's that market doing? And if it's doing okay, and we're, we're happy with the customer we have in that area and we have a great relationship. Um, we're very transparent. We'll say, Hey, you know, here's a door dealer in that area is looking for product. And we will actually push them to our existing customers and say, Hey, why don't you buy through you know our existing dealer? Uh, if that can happen, great. And if it, if it can't, we understand that as well, Yeah. but we'll sit back and say, Hey, we're, you know, we're going to push market share to our current dealers. And, you know, if there's an area that works out where, Hey, there's more space and, and more opportunity for multiple dealers and, and that's agreed upon, then we'll look at that. I got a question um, for you. So let's say a customer calls me, right? Aaron overhead doors. And they say, Hey, can you guys come out? Um, I ran into my door and we get out there and it's a Haas door. Um, do you guys sell sections to businesses that aren't technically dealers? Well, what we'll do is we'd say, Hey, we have a dealer in your area. Why don't you go, you know, go to them and, and get the sections okay. we'll very easily. Just get you in the right spot so that you can do it. Cause the first thing is, so I use that to win jobs. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, do you? <laughs> I'll just be honest with you. Cause when I first got into the business, um, you know, uh, overhead door does a lot of new construction in the area. And, um, and so I still remember I was brand new. I didn't know any better. So I was like, yeah, I could probably get a section from them. And, you know, I'll 
told her roughly what I thought it would be. And it was like five times that. So I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, man, we have a problem. <laughs> and so, uh, I believe I ate it because I gave her a price and that's our rule. Once we give you a quote, it doesn't yeah. change. If it's in writing, it's itemized on a, on a quote, official quote from us. We don't change it. If we miss it, we're the professionals. We eat it, not you. Um, so when I, when I, when I did that, um, I got burned. And so, uh, now when I'm selling doors, uh, if there's like, uh, there's a couple manufacturers that have kind of exclusivity deals here. And I just tell my customer, I'm like, look, if you buy from them, that's fine. They're a good dealer, good product. I said, but if something happened to the door, you can only really go through them to get the sections replaced. Um, and you know, with my experience with this, I tell them the story from the first one that I sold, and they're able to jack the price up because you can't get it from anywhere else. And they know you need the section because you damaged it, right? So I take that approach because to me as a homeowner, again, it's leverage, right? Uh, you don't want to be leveraged into a corner to pay more because you can only get it from one place. And I don't know that that happens, right? And I tell people, I'm very honest. I, I don't know if they would jack the price up. I don't know that. Um, but you want options. You want, yes. for me, I'm trying to overcome beating a Haas dealer, right? And, or an overhead door dealer. And, um, and so I, I like the, I like the, the ability to buy from everywhere. And, um, I also, if I was a manufacturer, funny enough, my opinion would be completely different. I would take your approach <laughs> just to be honest with you. Well, that's what and you say. Yeah, yeah, like, I wouldn't like sell to everybody. Well, and that's, and we get that where, you know, and I think you're one of those examples where someone comes and says, Hey, I want to, I want to be a dealer. And we say, okay, let's take a look at this. And we say, Oh, you know, yeah, we, got, I tried. we got someone, you know, I try hey, to set up with yeah. everybody. <laughs> and then we, we might come back and say, no, but you can buy through, you know, it's just right. a guy. And then, you know, years later you, you come back and say, well, I respect that. And, and that's, Oh yeah. You and I had yeah. the conversation. <laughs> I respect your business model. Yeah, I like it. Actually, if I was doing what y'all are doing, I would probably do the exact same thing. You know why? I only want one dealer blowing my phone up in a, in a market. I don't want 15, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I can only imagine what Clopay, Amar, CHI, like, can you imagine all the phone calls? Which we wouldn't mind if, if the market can dictate that, then, yeah. then all, you know, we're all for it. I mean, you got to hire customer service, support yeah. all those dealers. It's all, it's all doable, but it's, yeah, yeah but it, I mean, we're in business to make money, right? It's all about the bottom right. line. Like but I, I'm telling my team now, I don't care if we make ten million dollars. I'm cool with a million if we're making five hundred thousand in profit. That's right. right. Like it's the profit margin. Yeah, it's all about profit margin for me. So, um, but I'll go back though to your statement on the customer that you had to eat the additional mm -hmm. amount on that section, um, but she was happy. Yeah, she was happy, and I bet you she stays a customer. Probably, but she's not buying sections from me again because she she knows I got to jack yeah, the but, price up on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that, I, that's one of those areas. Is hey, you know what? You, you know, would you spend two three hundred dollars uh, in a marketing campaign to get somebody to you know come on board and buy more from you in the future? And that's how you know that's how I look at it as a past yeah. dealer and say, yeah, you, it might sound like oh yeah, I'm gonna get jacked on that section, but. You know, again, it's all your approach as well. You you go to a, an existing dealer, some other manufacturers. Hey, I just need this section, and you know, you're, you're. I don't. I don't think that dealers are out there. You know, being a past, you know, door dealer myself. I, you know, I I went through that. You know, I I, I never wanted to jack something on a, a friendly competitor of mine. I didn't. Right. I didn't want to do that because I'm as a like kid, as a kid, I got I got that. You know, I got yeah. told that someone's gonna own me and own my dad. 
you know, that we're going to take you down and all this stuff. I got that too. You know, and and refuse to sell me a spring that I needed for a job to get done. And I, you know, I took that to heart, you know, and and I wasn't happy when that dealership folded because of all the people. But but, you're like, but "Mm, I wonder why. (laughs) But again, yeah, because the the owner who said that to me, I was like, you know what? That's a little karma. Yeah. But and I I never, ever wanted to be in that position. I didn't want to be that bad guy. Dude, here's Um, the thing. I, I, I meet up with some of my competitors and, um, you know, they have strength that I learned from and I have strength that they probably learned from. Um, and, uh, I, I find it very funny and entertaining when I've got a door dealer who just hates me for whatever reason, Yeah. because I'm like super friendly about it. I even tell my employees like, listen, if you guys want to start your own door dealer, I will help you. That's right. And they're like, what? Why would you help me? Because I'm bought into entrepreneurship as a whole. I'm a diehard entrepreneur. So I love the game. I love the game. That's right. And I would never want to hold anybody back from being an entrepreneur. Absolutely. And if you want to start your own business, I don't want you doing it while you're working for me. I'll help you. Like, I'll give you, I'll give you the whole structure. I'll walk you through all the things I did right and wrong. And I'll help you. But, but I'm confident in my business and what I'm doing. I can give you, I can give you, I'm trying to remember there was a story about this, but I can give you everything I do, or you can work for me for five years and learn it yourself. Implementing it. If you get out of it with a heart, a heart attack, uh, is extremely difficult. That's right. Um, and so doing it and knowing it, Somer is a European-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened Somer USA out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Serving more than 90 countries worldwide, with our 40 years of experience, Somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market. Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit somer USA.com. That's S O M M E R USA.com or contact their Charlotte office at 877 766 6607. It's no secret that I bring on advertisers of products that I use and love. I love it when I sign up for a service and feel good about it before, during, and after. Service Titan has made our customer experience significantly better. We use automated messages to go out to our customers to streamline communication. Our customers love the fact that they can text in and we know who they are by name. All communication between our customers via call text is attached to their customer account so text can review it prior to arriving to a job. I love the campaign source report. It tells me which marketing campaigns are working. My favorite feature is the new marketing feature that allows me to set up drip campaigns and email our customers based on what they bought or didn't buy from us. Check out Service Titan at servicetitan.com forward slash torsion for your free demo. I'm confident in my business and what I'm doing. 
I can give you, I can give you, I, I'm trying to remember there was a story about this, but I can give you everything I do, or you can work for me for five years and learn it yourself. Implementing it. If you get out of it with a heart, a heart attack, uh, it is extremely difficult. That's right. Um, and so doing it and knowing it like couldn't be further from, from the same. Right. And so, and that leap, yeah, I don't care. People are like, Oh, how come you don't make me sign like a, a, a NDA or a, um, non-compete. We do get you to sign a non-compete. The only non-compete that we give you is don't steal our people when you leave and don't call our customers like directly. Um, I don't, I don't care. If you go start like asking somebody that's been in the door business their whole life to come work for me and then not work in the door business in the same market for two years is ridiculous. Yeah. Stupidest thing ever. And we just have to rethink things, right? Like, that's right. and if you're scared, they're going to take your intellectual property or your processes or, or whatever and go try to beat you from the ground up. That's stupid too. Right. In my opinion, <laughs> like maybe they do. But good for them. That means you're not doing something right. If he can run off and go start something and beat you with your own processes, you're not doing it right. Right. And so I, I just, uh, I'm a big fan of, and, and I have that kind of open, you can see it. Like I'm with that, with my employees, my competition and with manufacturers, That's right. uh, the spread the love and, and it'll there's come no, back. There's to no you. other way. My, my greatest um, feelings I get around Christmas time are the Christmas cards I get and the pictures of families from the guys that I helped when they sit there and they send that card and Hey, thanks man for, you know, launch, helping launch me. That's awesome. And they're, they're running a business and they got a family and they're happy. Yeah. And I see that card and it, it, man, it just, it brings chills. Uh, just talking about, man, the people that I've said, Hey, leave me, you're on my team, but I know there's an opportunity here and you're a fit for that. Go after it. You know, so I've done that for years and I feel so good about it. Shameless plug. This is horrible. This is goes against everything that I believe in, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I've had literally four or five guys who want to jump out and start their own door business, reach out to me recently. Um, none of them in my market, but, um, you know, they just request some time with me to chat and pick my brain. And, and, and I love that. Right. Um, but my marketing company, we're really starting to look at it. Uh, one of the software companies that we work with had like a startup package, where it was like dirt cheap, but they get you in the door and win your win you over, and then you know hope to keep you long term. So uh, such and such, my my marketing company, we're doing that. So if you guys are interested in starting your own door company, you can call me, and I've got resources. I can get you in touch with Paul <laughs> if he doesn't already have a, a door dealer uh, in your area, a Haas dealer. Do they build a great product? And and I know every time we're on like uh, the social media groups on Facebook and everything else. Yeah. And people are like, you know, who builds the best of this door? I swear, dude, I get so annoyed by all the Haas people. Like, <laughs> Freaking Haas is the best. And I'm like, damn it, man. Like, cause it's the one damn door that I can't sell that I want to. And I'm just like, this sucks, man. So, um, so kudos to yeah. you guys. Well, it, it, you. it makes the product. Um, I, I'm all about uh, supply and demand too, right? Yeah. So you kind of create that a little bit with your exclusivity, um, but uh, but yeah. So if you guys are wanting to start your own business, you can hit me up through Facebook. Um, I got a wealth of network um, of people. Uh, I'm constantly learning. We just got back from 
uh, Ohio, where you're from, yeah. where we visited AE, uh, Doran Window, Adam Weber up there. And, dude, I'm five years old. They're 40. And I went up there, and I came back. I said, man, we are doing so much wrong. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but then I'm like, he's got somebody for everything. Yeah. And I'm like, man, we just need to hire a bunch of people. And then my, my accounting lady, she's like, no, we don't. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, well, they have a person for this and this. And she's like, nope, nope, nope. Well, and outside of just doors, I mean, Ryan, if, if you get someone that's, you know, in, inquisitive on what's going on, what's happening, and has questions also, feel free to hit me up. Yeah, for sure. It, oh, I know you, Mark, yeah. Jim McGrath. Um, I mean, there's so many guys who've been in the business for so long that are just, I mean, know so much, have seen it all. And, I mean, honestly, if if um, if we can save people heartache, which is part of the reason why oh, I started the podcast was to learn. Absolutely. Because I'm inter- yeah. I get do people think I'm joking when I say this, but I literally like this is probably the best season we've ever had because I get to pick the brains of the suppliers and learn about their product and build relationships, and it's already served me so well. We're we're not even halfway through the season, um, but I love this right because I'm learning and then. You know, hopefully we just record the conversations and <laughs> stick them online and other people get to learn. So I love right. that, man. Well, the whole um, online process. I mean, everything, all the groups, uh, you know, on social media and Facebook and, you know, from the garage work techs and everything and deplorables. I mean, what's going on with the VLO? I mean, that's all fantastic. Yeah, that's my favorite. Man, that is all great work. I freaking love them. And that, that shows you that there is that ability to, to talk and discuss and get outside just being competitors and whatnot. And, and I love it because it makes me feel like back in the day, you know, before we had social media, we had all these affiliate groups, you know, the tri-state door dealer association, which was Pennsylvania and Delaware and, and Southern Jersey and the Northeast, which was New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. And you had FODA and you had the Ohio group. And I mean, I got to know all these people in the industry because I got involved with these associations. Yeah. And now you can just, go right to social media and join these groups. And it's, it's the same thing. That's why when I see these meetups meet where, you know, different yeah, groups yeah. are getting together, that's fantastic. Cause, I know, I love Cause it. we had to go old school with it. We actually had to have a meeting, yeah. you know, and then you had to you know, invite people to the meeting and that's when you got together. And then you realize you had so much fun getting together and you're sharing all these stories like, wow, we need to do this and have fun with right. beverages or something. And yeah. next thing you know, we, we did it on a boat, and like in the Northeast group back in the day. And I'm so glad Mike and those guys that are getting the Northeast group back together and she, see if they get it off the ground. Man, we had so much fun back then. We had we had a, a tour around the Statue Talking of Liberty. Talking about Beethoven? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that, dude. Man, he's, I mean, but the energy that he and the group are bringing together to get that off the ground, it yeah. takes work. It oh, takes it's work. It's a lot of work. And but you're it, running a company. Yeah, I mean, look look what they're doing, the VLO. It takes work yeah. and, and, and time and effort. and. But to hear that they're doing that and see, you know, the pictures and knowing they're doing because, man, back in the day, that was so much fun. Yeah. You know, 20, 30 years ago, we were having a blast getting everyone together. Right. You know, again, we had these tours around the Statue of Liberty, man. We, it, it brought us together, and it solidified relationships that I still have today. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> you left. the one outing was called Moms and Thongs. And it was a boat ride around, around the Statue of Liberty, and, and no, not – no one got into, into thongs or anything, but it, you know it was. Where it was, did that go wrong? <laughs> well, what stays on the ship? You know, yeah, okay, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. But <laughs> it was those fun times. It, it's that, and that's the camaraderie you, you get, and, yeah. and you realize when bringing people together that they let the guard down, and, and you learn. You learn so much. I learned so much from those groups, you know, back in the day about workers' comp and how to handle things because I asked the questions, and guys are willing to tell me. 
it was fantastic. And I, and that's why I'm always willing to help out. That's why, I, you know, I do the seminars for the IDA and the IDEA. I'm happy to be out there and share anything I have and yeah. make, you know, anyone stay a little better and, and ideas. And, and even when I, you know, again, looking at the, the book I shared with you this morning, anything to help. Yeah. You know, anything to help. Man. By the way, my man walks in this morning with a book and gives it to me. I'm super pumped. It's uh, management techniques from the best damn ship in the Navy. Uh, it's your ship, Captain Michael. I'm not even Abershoff. Abershoff. There you go. Um, so anyone who brings me food or books or knowledge, uh, you got my heart. So um, I appreciate that, bro. That's a uh, that's a nice one. Uh, and that's that's great for that's great for the rest of your team. Yeah, yeah like I said, if you get a chance, it, you know, not everything's for everybody. But, so uh, I I do mostly audio book, but I do read some hard books, and then I do assigned readings for my team. So I'll ask them to read a book with me, um, and I read a lot of books. That's great. Multiple times. He and I were just talking about that the other day. Um, and uh, we, he signed up for audio, audible.com. And, um, you know, I do I do like a subscription. So every month I get charged like 14 bucks, I think. Uh, and I get to buy like one point a book or something. Um, and then every once in a while they'll run like a two for one. And I've got this huge, I've been doing this for years, bro. So I got this huge library of books and... Uh, I just finished reading um, The Art of War like for the fifth or sixth time. Yeah. I, I don't think you can actually read that book once. No. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. The first time you're like, eh, what's all the stinking crazy like fan fair about? Like, Then you read it the second time you're like, hmm, okay, I see what he's saying here. Like, And I'm not the smartest guy in the world, so sometimes it takes me a little longer to catch on. But um, So anyway, I'm, I'm getting off topic, but... <laughs> Can, can I talk about your doors real quick? Oh, absolutely. All right, so let's go through some of these doors. Uh, you got the American tradition. It looks like a beautiful overlay door. Yes. Um, how do you do the – and it's not window inserts. It's actually overlay. Yes. Huge yes. fan of that. Good job. Smart move. Uh, on a 2-inch thick, 13.4R value. And you yeah. said calculated because that's – that's yeah. The only I mean, right now, and and we are all going to see how our value is going to be changing with respect to, to, to U value, to, right? Yeah, with the U factor. I'm um, excited about that. So am I, because when you go to a third party, because everyone's got to go to a third party, have it tested, mm -hmm. and that is your U factor, and yeah. there is no math equation to get you there. So right. you can't say that, uh, hey, an R value is equated to this or that. No, it's a full test. Yeah, and that, we love it. We love so the idea and the premise. We've hit on this a few times, but for those of you guys who haven't listened in the past. Uh, the way that our value was explained to me is you can take like a whole door and cut like a one by one section out of that door and then basically test how heat and cool passes through that one by one, uh, one inch by one inch piece of material, right? That's right. Uh, the U value is more designed. We take the whole door and install it, put the weather trim up exactly like it would go in a house. And then you basically have a bigger version of that one by one and you do the same thing and you see how well heat and cool passes through. Right. That's correct. Absolutely and correct. That's going to be way more realistic. Well, um, and also it's, more difficult to and test it's following your standard practices with all other building products and actually walls. Um, you're going to hear that more and more in the future where, Hey, the wall itself 
is you know has this rating and yeah. you know with wind and, and any air infiltration that is going to be another big keyword that's going to be coming out in the future so okay. getting educated on that because windows are that way already yeah and we're going to follow that path and we should it, give, we me, really should. give me an instance of infiltration like how that's going to be used in in the future or uh, how it's being used in windows well right now when you buy a garage door you can get where there's a thermal break mm -hmm. between where there's a seal Correct. so it actually can stop Mostly something urethane doors yes well that is going to be part of you know this u factor and everything else where they're going to say okay what type of air infiltration do you have because right now you're seeing that on windows and, and front doors where they're trying to see if something were to get caught on fire and smoke you know where does that go what happens there does that come through your product easily does it not so all that's uh, going to have to be rated Okay. And that's where we're going to be going in the future. And it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's putting Evolution. us, but it's already happening, you know, with walls and with windows. And again, you're seeing windows now that slide out just like a garage door. Yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. So we have, we have to be Is ready there a for deadline for you factor to switch over? Dasma's working on it right now. Okay. Um, I've been involved in those meetings as well. So Dasma's trying to formalize um, the exact structure of U Factor and you know what where our value is going to go because it's probably just going to go away. But is it going to be going away immediately for a short period of time? What's that? So Dasma's working through that right now. Hopefully, I think by the end of this year, I think we'd have an answer. I'm so excited to see all these manufacturers test their doors and really see. Yes what this looks like. Oh, I'm I sure know. everybody's kind of scrambling around like, <laughs> all right, we're going to do this and this. Um, so that's, and that's uh, why it's taken so long. This stuff works well for the dealers though. Oh, absolutely. When you walk in as a dealer and you can say, Hey, the U factor, which is going to then relate to anything else in their home. Cause you can say, and then your windows usually have this and you'll be more educated. Watch y'all come out with the best damn door. I'm going to be like, okay. man, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Can't even buy it. Whatever. So, um, all right. I'm going to give you a hard time about that forever. You know that, no right? No problem. I'm okay. all right with that. Um, you guys uh, in our market are pretty popular for a, uh, it looks good. And the first time I saw it, I'm not going to tell my customers that, but um, there, I'm looking for it on your website. There's a recessed, recessed long panel. Yes. I love it. It looks clean. It is clean. It's clean and sharp. And it's unique. I don't know anybody else is really offering that. I know Rainer's working on a version of this, but I don't think they've come out with it yet. But it's nice. It's different. I love the fact that you guys did something different. It, it, it's it's like the carriage stamp without the beadboard or the ribbed. Yes. You know, do people call it different things? Um, the grooves, uh, the stamp. There seems to be a you know a following that's getting bigger and bigger with homeowners on getting away from the wood grain and getting, you know, and, and or just like raised and they want smoother, they want cleaner mm -hmm. um, and we'll see. You Less know, busy. Yeah. And you, you wonder if it's a fad, yeah. you know, is it going to be around here five years now, 10 years from now? Can we, we do know. away with short panel raised, please? <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. It's been around forever. I you know. know. Just but and that's where, you know, glass has gotten so big, you know, being able to put glass in any part of the door, you know, all the way down one, one whole side of the section yeah. um, or a door that's, you know, what used to be known as, you know, like our commercial aluminum, that look like a gas station door, full view look and having that now residentially, like our, our RA, our residential aluminum, that is such a big thing right now. I yeah. mean, we're, we're seeing more and more applications that, and again, I give credit to, you know, the door dealers out there that are making it work and making it look really good with, with most homes. You know, it used to be like, hey, it's just a modern look. 
Right. Now it's as a look that goes with modern homes and you know many different styles. So I'm looking at your you guys you guys aren't painting your wood tone doors, are you? Is that a is that are you painting them? Uh, well, the overlay is actually paint you know for the carriage so this house. English oak and the ash and the American yeah. walnut. American walnut looks good. <laughs> um, what what kind of application is that? Is that paint? Yes. Okay. And the the yeah. steel, you know, the steel is already pre-painted. That's like any other, uh, you know, panel we have. It's it's already pre-painted, but the the overlay, you know, comes in painted. We we, we have that process. Uh, so we we have touch-up paint that comes with the doors. So if there's anything that needs to be done, we have the matching Sherwin Williams paint right there, and you can match it right up. This might be so. It's no secret. I'm a huge fan of the um, CHI Accent series. I mean, how could you not? In my opinion. Um, but it's really hard to implement like real wood grain using a paint yes. process, right? Like I tell people you have like doors that look like wood and then you have doors that like resemble wood. Um, and so, and it's different. Um, but both of your undirectional and uh, bi-directional look really good. Yeah, they're close. From a distance, you wouldn't know. I, I mean, I, I honestly believe from a distance, you do. So especially if I home, open a dealer orders. outside of this market, can I buy <laughs> We're going to talk off. <laughs> Jerk. Um, all right. Yeah, because this, um, you like, I love the fact that we're now getting um, on the market with these overlay doors and wood tone. That's right. I feel like that's long overdue. But right. the market demand has recently picked up within the last two or three years uh, with customers requesting that. You guys have a flush panel just like everybody else. Uh, the aluminum door, I saw a lot of these. Tell me a little bit about y'all's uh, full-view glass door. Yeah, the, the full-view glass, I mean, it is just something that, you know, it's a look that many people want. So whether it's you know going to be commercial or residential, it's just, you know, we're – we're working on there's you know what people always say well it's not insulated though um no it's not you can, you can get the insulated you're not glass. buying that door for insulation come on exactly man. you'll be buying the look you find the look. <laughs> yeah. but we are we are looking at insulating that i'll tell you right now because it's small rails and whatnot even when it's going to be insulated it's not going to have a big no. r value or u factor to it i mean that's what people have to realize even when that's done people are gonna go really that's it right <laughs> but we're gonna you know we're there we're we're there. It's like, you know, you spent four grand extra insulating the door and it's three R value. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, what the heck are we doing here? Um, so that comes in a wood tone, solid colors. You got painted colors. You guys yes. do um, anodized and powder coated. That's correct. And painted. That's correct. Yes. Those are three different things. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you guys do all your powder coating in-house, or do you guys use no, a third party? No, we use third party. Okay. Uh, we, we go through a good volume of it that, uh, you know, we're, we're happy with being the door manufacturer. Uh, you know, we might bring that process in-house at one point, but right now we're, we're happy with being the, the manufacturer, getting the stuff in and making the door and having you it You guys done. do a really good job with breaking everything down with the colors and the um, the window glass options, um, insulated, yep. non-insulated, Try to make it user-friendly. Yeah, yeah so good job with follow that. Through. We get a lot of action through our website with homeowners that say the same thing. Wow, I was able to go right through there. So simple. Look at it, be able to pick out what I want, and go right to my dealer. I, you, you know, know I've, I've uh, just recently rebuilt our website, V1, because I was, I was going to launch the whole thing all at once. And I was like, oh, my God, this is taking forever. So we're going to break it down into, like, uh, four or five versions. And we rolled out the first version just recently. Um, but 
when you sell so many different brands like I do and I'm trying to feature like individual products so I can like show customers doors. Oh my God, man. And there's so many variations. Yeah. So trying to simplify things is extremely difficult. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to be educational, but also simple. And it's a challenge. You guys have, have nailed it on here. I might actually steal some ideas from your website. No problem. That's where you know, we make sure that you know, we have training on that for our customers. And because the dealers, you guys, you are the professionals. You know, the homeowner is going to turn to you and say, hey, yep. help, help me. You know, guide me through this process. So if we don't have an easy process, how's our, you know, how's our relationship going to look when, when a dealer goes, uh, so we make it real simple. Yeah. And, you know, the homeowners really enjoy that. And it, it really helps you know, the customer realize that we're, you know, we have the door professionals. They're going to help guide you through this process and give you direction on the right thing to do. Like you said, right. I'm going to tell them what, you know, what they should do. Yeah. That's the one part that I do miss, you know, as a, on the manufacturer side is, you know, being a door dealer in the past seeing the door, you know, the, the door after it's done and you walk away and the homeowner goes, wow, you just transformed my house. Yeah. I and love now, that. now I'm on the side where Favorite part we, of help, job. we help make it. Yeah. Um, but you know, you were there, you're the one that actually, yeah. you know, instituted that change Yeah, and we're, we're happy to be part of it, you know, and my I'm, favorite I'm, part. exactly. Does anybody sell the sculptured raised panel? Do you guys sell that? You know, it's, it's, it's different. Fun. I yeah. hey, I'm not gonna fault you guys for trying to. I'm just curious because I don't know. Uh, it's unique, so I don't know. Um, I don't know if anybody like uh, if that's a desired stamp or or not. Um, it, it's there. I mean, we you know some people you know are able to sell again. It comes down to market. Does it you, you take know, a lot? You know, to it's do? a market. So I think it's funny. My daughter's 11. She try. She she's very fashion driven. So she's always like. Um, cutting outfits out of socks and you know whatever and like create like for like little dolls she's all into fashion and uh for like the last five years she's drawn she's like dad garage doors are so boring and i'm like i know babe and she's like can i design some doors i'm like sure so i got tons of papers of like design she's kind of made right and um why can't doors be like this? Well, I'm like, babe, they're horizontal. Like, I mean, I guess we could do vertical. Um, and, uh, so anyway, long story short, she, um, she's got all these different designs. And so kudos to you guys, but I was just always been curious. I imagine it takes a lot to set up like a separate stamp, right? Otherwise we would just have a freaking slew of stamps. You'd have a a litany of stuff. Yeah, so, so it is, it is, it's hard. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, especially when we do it a la carte, you know, like I said, we're making a pizza every day, yeah. you know, for you, it's just yours and, uh, it's, it's difficult. That's why many don't do it that way, but uh, we're, we're happy to do that and happy to make the difference in the quality, but it's, it's a little taxing. Are you guys doing black overlays? Uh, we, we do, we have a black, uh, we have a black carriage house door. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll have the overlay and we have, you know, it's a UV paint so it's it's nice. something that's going to last yeah uh, it's, what do you use for your overlay what material uh, it's your it's your standard you know vinyl overlay okay uh, it's a, it's a solid vinyl um, so it's held it's, up good oh fantastic good yeah. it's been one of those things where you know years later we're just so happy that everything you know we, we it's not curled it, up it's not curled up it's not, off. no especially with these dark colors yeah i mean that's that's been the best that's thing the biggest is, worry you know be able to go into these different colors especially the darker ones and because that's that's another trend, and it's it's hard to do, but we're we're truly enjoying it. And, and I sell black doors like crazy. I know it's hot right now. I yeah, mean, 
thank you, Joanna Gaines and, and everything black and white farmhouse style. And yeah, I didn't know. even know they were doing it. Are they doing it? Well, they're the ones. Are they the ones that found it to the well, farmhouse? Well, style? that farmhouse style. Yeah. Um, we got a lot it, of it that got, here. It got so popular, you know, black roofs. Um, I put a roof on my house, um, and I put a steel roof on and we went red, um, on this house and it matched the house. And they said, well, thank God you picked red. I said, why? <laughs> we, we've been out of black forever. And this is three, you know, three, four years ago. Yeah. Like we've been out of black forever. Everyone now wants black yeah. and like, thanks farmhouse style, you know, people. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's a hot trend. The black window frames on oh, windows, yeah. you know, so that, I'm starting to see, like, I've seen two or three houses and one of my friends did this. She got windows, black frames, and then she got a garage door. She got a Classica white with black decorative hardware with yep. black frames and black window insert. I was like, wait a minute. That looks good. <laughs> like, I was like, that actually, she pulled that off. That was her idea. Yeah. And I was like, and she didn't use me because she, uh, the builder that she had built the house already had somebody. But uh, I just thought that was like, it looks good. Yeah, that contrast, you know, yeah. that, that clean, sharp, black, white scenario is it's a hot trend and yeah. we'll see how long it goes. I mean, that's the whole thing with, you know, as long as I've been in the industry, you know, things change, yeah. you know, when you, when you look back and, you know, where'd all these, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, the Don, Don Johnson pastels, but you know, Hey, that, that was hot. Do people paint their yeah. houses that way? No, but they went with some in soft Florida, colors. They did. Well, they went some soft colors. Yeah. I mean, those greens, um, that, that was crazy. Yeah. And, you know, so as a, I remember, you know, as a door dealer having to work with that, yeah. And saying, hey, you know, they want this color, that color. Now you don't see that happening today. Right. So everything's cyclical. I mean, my kids just made fun of me because I, I wear shorts and my shorts are long. And they go, come on, Dad, you look like Adam Sandler. Like <laughs> long, long pants all the time. And I'm Adam like, Let me. and here, short shorts for dudes are back. Yeah. So I, I could dig Dude, out all my 80s basketball shorts speaking again. Speaking of Adam Sandler, <laughs> can I just use this moment to kind of brag on myself for a second? Oh, my God sounds so self-consumed um for um super tech day we went to um play golf so we took the team nice. golfing Good for uh you. we do something every year and um one of my texts was like all right we're on the 18th um everybody's got to do the happy gilmore mm -hmm. and you know i'm pretty athletic I'm probably better at hitting a ball running than I am standing still. <laughs> um, but, dude, I'm going to show you this video after we get done because it's not going to be very interesting. I'll tell the story. Um, and this is all about me. <laughs> so I hit this ball so freaking far and straight. It, it was the best hit of the day. And I just hit it perfect. And no joke, that ball probably went about 350 no lie and we got the hit on on video but i didn't get the picture of where the ball's at i should have <laughs> but i drove it like it was 18 and i think it was a par four uh and i drove it three quarters of the way to the to the green almost went home perfect almost took the ball straight line i had never hit a ball that well before <laughs> in my life and i couldn't do it again if i tried but uh i thought it was interesting and i like you know I'll brag on myself. But how'd you end up with the whole little tap, tap, tap? No, it was horrible, bro. Oh, come on. I finished horrible. Chubbs would be all upset with you. Yeah, it was It was uphill. I think if it would have been downhill, it would have rolled a little bit further. But once it got to where it landed, it started going uphill a little bit. And then my short game with my wedges just is not on point, man. My putting's good. But 
I two chipped it onto the green and um I think I got par. But that was disappointing. <laughs> so when you do that, but for me, I'm not a golfer, so I'm like, damn, I'll just quit now. I, I'm ahead. I hit it three quarters of the way to the hole on a par four, so I'm good. I want to see you do it on, you know, do 18 like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. So for commercial, because I get a lot of slack for uh, trouble from my commercial listeners. You never talk about commercial. So I've been trying to make it a point to talk about commercial doors. So tell us a little bit about commercial, what's unique about Haas and commercial and why people uh, uh, would, but would you sell me commercial doors? <laughs> no. We we have a, a dealer's a dealer where there's residential okay. commercial. Okay, I didn't know if you guys do that or not. Uh, no, we don't split it up. It's all, it's all the same. Okay. But we have a lot of our commercial guys are, it's the same thing with the quality. I mean, they, they really love the fact that we do the due diligence, make I mean, when these doors are big and when they're heavy, if you have extra steps you have to do, that it, it kills the job. It yeah. really does. And if you have, it's one thing when you have to go back residentially and, and change something out. Um, but when it's commercial and you got to rent another lift and do all this other stuff, so we try to make sure that everything we have is spot on. I mean, there's always uh, questions, concerns that come up. You know, there's no doubt about that. But we're trying to make sure that, you know, we we probably go overboard on some hardware. We probably over-engineer things. That's but okay. I don't that, think you can. But that's the whole thing. I put I more struts on doors. My guys hate it. But if you go behind us, um, 18s get four struts. 18 by 7? Yep. I'll put four. I know manufacturers probably suggest less, whatever. But I don't think you can put too many. I put one on every section. And that's how we feel about commercial. We're going to yep. make sure that it's done right. And that's what our commercial you know, dealers and, and those relationships always come back to is, hey, just love the product. You know, it's across the board. So whether it's just a, a standard insulated product or the three inch um, doors, or it goes into some of the you know commercial aluminum, you know, the fact that we kind of over engineer to a degree and make sure everything is, is spot on. You also have with us, and that's the, the difference is you, know, you can pick up the phone and you can call one of our engineers. Oh, nice. So you are on the phone. You can talk to them and, and you have an issue. I mean, talk one of them into selling me. <laughs> but we we make it simple so that when when those issues do come up, we need to get answers to you to our customers fast. As right. you know, when you're on a job site, you got to make sure it happens quickly, and we, that's what we're all about. Yeah. So, what's your most popular? What do you guys sell the most on the commercial side? Uh, probably just your standard insulated, um, you know, thermally insulated doors. Probably our most common. Okay. Uh, we flush we panel do. Or yep, rib? Uh, it's probably ribbed. And then we do sell, I mean, we still sell some, you know, commercial pan. I mean, there's, there's always a, a call for that. I mean, yeah. you, when you have these warehouses going up today and they're not worried about you know, anything being insulated, we, we definitely have a lot of commercial pan going on, but the commercial insulated door, um, you know, we don't do anything, you know, with any roll up or anything like that. Um, so everything we have is your standard overhead structural door and, and uh, you know, we move a lot of them. Gotcha. All right. You ready for these quick hitters? Always. All right, cool. Uh, what type of door and motor do you have on your home? Uh, I have on my home, I have a carriage house door from First United Door out okay. of Arizona. Right. Um, I just, I, I, back in the day, 14 years ago, uh, when I was doing my garage, I, I just, they had a program where you could actually buy the, the door flat and you could get the steel overlay. So it's a piece of foam wrapped in steel. And then you could actually make your own carriage house design. Oh, wow. So I was intrigued by that. Yeah, that's interesting. So I wanted to, I wanted to touch it and play with it. You know, yeah. I'm one of those guys where yeah, I, I see something, I, I, you know, hey, I'll pay for it and I'll, yeah. I'll get it to my house and then I'll just tear my house apart and I put it on there and I play with it. Yeah. Um, so, I have a First United door, 
three section. So I, my door is only seven foot tall. Each one of those is you know thirty. So it's kind of like a classico. Yep. So it's a steel door with a steel overlay on it, um, and it's uh, it's standard. I love crossbuck. the three section look. Yes, I love yes. that. It, it it's hard though because it I have a I have a small height in in the garage, oh, so unfortunately I can't do a big radius. So yeah. I have it going through a fifteen inch radius, and it's not the yeah. prettiest thing. Fifteen is not horrible though, but it's not. It doesn't go through there smooth. Yeah, you know, and and uh, so. That, that's what I got in my house. And, okay. You know, and, and behind it is sitting a 1974 Volkswagen Bug convertible. My wife's had since she's 16 years nice. old. Nice. What so, motor did you put on that door? Uh, that is, I got the first version um, back in the day of the LiftMaster jack shaft. Okay. So when they were kind of coming out with that. The 8500. Uh, yep, the 8500. Uh, I, I raised my hand and said, hey, I'll, I'll beta. Yeah. So I got a beta and threw it up there. And it's still there, still going strong. I think my wife gets irritated because I keep changing stuff out. Um, do you, oh, well, all right. I'll probably know the answer to this. Jordan or Kobe? <laughs> I'm a Jordan guy. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up watching him. Come on. Um, I, I fought, he was, you know, North Carolina. I mean, that, that's, that's the team I followed since I was a kid. So, yeah. yeah. I'm Jordan guy. So, uh, did you know that Val Sigmund from Intramatic went to UNC? I didn't know he went to UNC. Okay. Yes, I did know. Yeah. He, that uh, was a, Funny question that I happened to ask him. He's like, come on, man. Yeah, uh, I, I played basketball in college. So, oh, did you? Oh, yeah. So I was, what position did you play? Uh, I was kind of a swing man. So okay. I started off um, you know, being a shooting guard, but then uh, you know, with my height, I kind of always played a little bit of a power forward. Okay, nice. Um, I think I still hold the record for the most charges in AAU <laughs> in Gwinnett County um, in a single game. Fouled out like every single one of them. Uh, all right, so Tupac or Biggie? Neither. Okay. Refuse to answer. I like it. Uh, <laughs> pizza with a fork or hands? Hands. You it's fold good. or E flat? Well, if I'm in Jersey or New York, oh, you're folding. You have to because okay. those pies are big and yeah. you got to go through it. But, uh, you know, some of the other wimpy pizzas that are out there, you can go and not fold. All right. You got a favorite band? Uh, y- yes, I, yes, I do. I'd have to say I'm not a hard rock guy, but just I keep going back to it. I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, Motley Crue. Classics. Just, you know, the classics. Okay, you know. I like it. Um, were you a good student or a bad student in school? Uh, I was kind of in between. I was a good student. I, I was a good student. Okay. I, I was a little bit at times. Your brother was the bad one, wasn't he? We were all bad boys, but only some of us got caught. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, do you play an instrument? No, I can't. I can barely make any. Yeah, I, can't any I can hum, but that's about it. That's <laughs> And I feel I feel bad. I've handed that trait down to my kids. Yeah, no one can play anything. Uh, do you think Carol Baskin killed her husband? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's probably a good answer. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Okay, there's there, nothing comes out of a tiger. There's no proof. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I was we we were talking last time. We should ask because we interview a lot of smart people. What's your favorite book? So other than the book you gave me, and we talked about earlier, uh, what's a book that you would recommend that people should read? You know what? I, I, Cold Mountain. It was made into a movie, um, but Cold Mountain is a is it good? Yeah, because I was I kind of got into the Civil War mm. stuff for a bit, and there was stuff I didn't realize you know, really about the Civil War. Uh, what people went through, you know. And th- so this is a uh, Cold Mountain is is more of a soldier story. Yeah, and you know you hear stories about um, you know Vietnam and Pearl Harbor and yeah. all different wars, and we've been through those books and movies and. 
So that was one that, I, and this one's I've read through one of my favorites, and I keep going back to it. Like you said, you go back to a book. Yeah. I go back to that book and just because it's just it's different. Yeah. You know, it's a different story. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us, man. I hope I didn't give you such a hard time. No. Um, actually, I want to add one more question. If I think we got enough time, um, so give us one juicy nugget about your brother that we don't know. <laughs> well, well, I have two brothers. I have, okay, I have so an older Mark. brother. I have an older brother, Bob, and he's, Bob's been in the industry. Like he's been president of the Northeast Door yeah. Association for years, and but uh, he hasn't been in the industry as much as Mark like and myself. Buy time. What? Buy time. <laughs> what, what? Oh, I, well, I can tell you, a, a, a juicy nugget Yeah. Um, is there's been, there's been many a time, I don't know why, uh, but you could ask many people in the industry um, that when, Mark and I and my brother Bob been at the IDA shows. We've been actually sitting down doing absolutely nothing, not talking to anybody, you know, just talking amongst ourselves or seeing other people. And people in the door industry have just, like, come up and just wanted to pick a fight. And out of the blue, and they don't know Mark, they just, or me, and they just want to just pick a fight. And it's just, it's comical. It's just something happens where. Really? And, yeah, it's it's been, it's been crazy. We've, uh. You know, and again, not I wouldn't say so much in the last, you know, five, ten years, but uh, you know, back years past, I mean my wife would always say, Hey, good luck at Expo and, I mean, and Mark don't comes, and don't get in a fight. Yeah. So <laughs> Mark comes off like a tough guy, but he's really nice. Oh, he's a big softy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure he could probably throw down, but Oh yeah. I mean when it I don't know why anybody would just walk up and try to start a fight, especially with three brothers. Well, that's what I mean. That's exactly. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is, but people's uh, elbow. Hey. <laughs> no, so uh, I love Mark. He um, he comes off. I, I guess like some people could perceive him as being a little confrontational, but he, yes. it's his passion. Oh, that's right. I think it, cause some people could probably misread that, but he's not. I don't think he's confident. He's going to stand up for what he believes in. And he's standing up for the industry. He's yeah, standing up for, for technicians. He's standing up for education. Right. And absolutely. And I love that about yeah, him. We all have a drive, yeah. you know, and that's that's his drive. He yeah. absolutely loves it. I was hoping to get some dirt on him. But that's all right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go pick a fight with him in the next show. I'm going to wait until well, you all three are together. Well, I, well, the question I have for you is, and again, it's industry related. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to, like, what what is your favorite door? And, and I'm not asking to, you know, to plug I'm saying, but why? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite door and why? Uh, my favorite door in the door industry, and we're probably, uh, I'm going to exclude like some custom wood doors and stuff like that. Um, my favorite door is the uh, CHI Accent Plank Door. I think they just freaking hit a home run on that door. Um, the lines, uh, the stamp, the, 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 so they printed on, so it looks like real wood grain. Yeah. Um, they actually use like a ribbed effect on it and give it some depth for the planks. Um, and I sell the freaking crap out of that door, dude. Like so many of them. Um, they're they're not overly expensive. They're not cheap. They're right. I feel like my price point that I was buying them at was right in line. Um, it breaks my heart because uh, I'm not selling their product right now. Um, breaks my heart bro like i am devastated i think about it every single day um but i'm a i'm i'm a stubborn sob sometimes and when i believe in something yeah i'm gonna stand up for it and i'm gonna dig my heels in and if it's three years before i get to sell that door again so be it yeah but um i don't think there's a better i'm a modern guy love modern doors 
I, I saw a trend a couple years ago where searches on Google were going up for modern doors. Uh, you got different types. You got subsets of modern. So you got um, farmhouse. You got um, mid-century modern. You've got contemporary. Um, so there's like four or five different like subcategories of modern and I market for those and we do very well. Um, and, uh, unfortunately, you know, we, we can't sell that door anymore right now, uh, until I find another solution. And so, um, I, uh, I think that door is probably the best one on the market. Gotcha. Now the question I have for you is because you have kids. Yeah. You're going to let them come in the industry. You're going to come and do business. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the guy who's not going to push my kids one way or the other. Um, I'm going to just motivate them to do everything they do with excellence. I want them to be great. And I don't care if that's, if they're barbers. Uh, I don't care if they're doing doors. I don't care if they're working for a tech company. Janitor makes no difference to me. Honestly, really doesn't. I just want them to be the best damn janitor or freaking tech guy or girl in the world. Like that's, that's what I drill into my kids. It doesn't matter what you do, love what you do, do it with all the passion in the world and, and be the best at it. Um, and don't be afraid to make mistakes. That's good. Good to hear. As so a, as that's a, what as I, a dad and a business owner. Yeah. It's good to hear. Cause it is, I, I'm doing what I love. My kids always say to him, you know, dad, you know, do you, do you like what you do? And I should say, they don't even ask me that question because they, they know. Yeah. I mean, I, I love getting up early. I love getting to work. I love traveling to get to see door dealerships. That's one of the funnest things I get to do is go in and see like your, your facility, seeing it today. That's great. I love seeing how people are doing what they do and, and the changes and what they, they know. And then what they learn down the line and how, right. if I can ever help, um, I love my job. I love the industry. I love it coming. shows, oh, man. I, you know, there's a drive because again, it. we're, you know, you're happy to, to make this industry, you know, we've been in it forever. Let's, let's make it great. Right. You know, and, and I'm happy to be with Haas. They have the same mentality. That's why, you know, things happen for a reason. You know, there's, yeah. there's a, there's a plan out there that God has and we're all following it, you know, yeah. and we're going to get through this pandemic. You know, we're all in it. We're going to get through it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, whether it's months time or a year and we're all going to look back on this and learn something from it. But, uh, you know, some of the things are good. Some of the changes are all right. Yeah. You know, uh, I, you know, I stayed in a hotel the remote control was wrapped in, in a, like a sealed container. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know, if that stays forever, I'm all right with that. Yeah. You know, like that's a good, cha- you know, it's something little, but it's like, man, that's a good change. Right. You know, I, I look forward to seeing what the changes come out from this and, and what we all learned and, and we all get through it. I want to see that everybody, you know, uh, manufacturer or dealer, everyone gets through this, you know, where we all need to lock arms and, and get through this together and whatever mm-hmm. we can do. And that's where, you know, I, I, that's why I decided, Hey, let's come down here. Cause it's, Anything we can put together in a podcast, and yeah. you know, and yeah, hopefully it's 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 fun, educational, but this will be learn. good content. Someone can learn some stuff, and yeah, you know, and that's where you know I always throw it out there at the, at the end. One of the things I've seen work for just about every door dealer is the birthday card. Yeah, and I think you've heard me say this before in yeah. my seminars. Man, when you send a birthday card that your garage door or the opener it's had a birthday, it's birthday. And, and it's it's this years old and they should be you know a two year old should have seen the doctor this many times and yeah. you know has your door seen the doctor and that sort of thing it just you talked earlier about hey you want to make sure that your customers you know they know you and yeah. they know the company and there's no better way than you know time like now where you can spend a little bit of extra time and reach out right you know data mine the customers that you have is one of the best things you can do yep. And, you know, I, I put that out there. Every time I have a seminar, I always kind of end with that saying, hey, if nothing else you got from this, just right. <laughs> know here's a way to that you can still make money uh, yeah. tomorrow by doing some stuff like that. So you asked me about my kids. Um, my kids love doors. 
Um, and uh, I've taken my daughter with me to work when I was doing uh, like repairs and door sales. Uh, but probably the most impressionable moment that I have is my four-year-old son. I had to take him on a Saturday to go do uh, door quotes and stuff because my wife had something come up and she couldn't keep them. And, and my daughter was a little bit more self-sufficient. Um, and uh, I remember we went to one quote in Marietta. It was like a get off my lawn guy. So we lost that one for sure because it was he. You could tell his head was about to explode. My kid running around, <laughs> um, but but then we went to another one, um, and uh, my kid was so ha- like he thought he was the coolest thing since sliced bread, like helping me out. Like I'd tell him, you know, hold the tape right here, and mm-hmm. I'd pull it out, and um, and uh, I would like build the quote on the iPad and hand it to him, and be like, hold it up for him so you can see. And we sold a door and the guy was so cool. The customer was so cool. I was like, Bob, you sold your first door. Like he bought it on the spot and he's like, just grinning from ear to ear. So I got a picture. So the homeowner was like, he's like, we should take a picture. And I'm like, cool. So him, the homeowner and my son, four years old, standing in front of the door in the garage. And I take the picture of them and the homeowner's got his thumb up. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, he he still to this day is like dad when we gonna go sell some doors i'm like bob i don't really go out and sell doors very much anymore but <laughs> i was like i'll take you again i promise and so he he loves it man he still remembers that that was over two years ago and um it made such a huge impression on him and uh every time i tell him like hey man i might need your help at the office uh next week because it's summer now he's like what do you need dad i got you and so it's just it's cool, right? Like, um, and that's one of the main reasons I feel like I own my own business is the freedom to be able to do stuff like that. Right. If you don't want to buy from me because my kids with me, I don't want to sell to you. That's right. Right. Like I'm cool with that <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, I just felt like I'd share that. Um, I think as a business owner, sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own head. I even forget that my kids are at home, you know, goofing off playing around all day. I could bring them here and put them to work. Um, so probably good reminder for me and everybody else out there. It's cool to just include them in what we're doing. Absolutely. You know, they may drive us crazy by the end of the day, but um, it's a, it's a, it, it's something that they'll remember for the rest of their life. I'm sure you probably have some memories growing up oh, in the door business. Absolutely. I mean, I was a kid, you know, we would, uh, guys would come back from jobs and you know, all the stuff that's left over in the box after the install, mm-hmm. they would just dump it in this big drum. Uh, you know, at the end of the week, the old man would just dump the drum on the floor and say, okay, start sorting, nice. you know, and you, you'd sort the, sort the drum, Yeah, uh, you know, but it's, it's those little things that help, you know, when kids are little, uh, like myself, that gives you some of your drive, right? you know, the fact that you're accomplishing the little things, that goes a long way. I mean, I, I wish you the luck with, with the kids because yeah, uh, I, I got lucky with my kids. I, you know, I've taken them on job sites and different things at different times and, um, They've truly enjoyed that, yeah. and you know, we'll see where my kids end up. You know, they're all getting their first jobs right now, so it's kind of yeah. kind of crazy. When I grew up, all my teachers and stuff, they would say, "You're special." Not probably not in the in the the right way. <laughs> so I, 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 my kids are following suit. They're they're special. So anyway, uh, guys, listen. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. Um, your support by listening helps us get sponsors. Uh, which we have three amazing sponsors. I want to thank Paul uh, with Haas for coming on the show today and um, Mark uh, for just being there for me whenever I need you, buddy. I appreciate that. 
Uh, and if you guys have any questions about Haas and you don't have a door dealer in your market, uh, <laughs> Paul is a great guy. You can go to the website, hit the contact button. You can fill out a form or call them and uh, they'll reach out to you. And um, anything else you want to add? Uh, just, uh, you know, right now, just hoping everyone gets through this. You yeah, know, this we're, we're going through, a, you know, we have never gone through a pandemic before. Yeah. And, you know, just putting putting that blessing out there that we all get get through it, and you know we're all struggling. Um, you know, you, you're you're crazy. We we got here this morning early so that we can get this done because you got things going on. Yeah. Uh, we we all do, and and we all have to you know look see how we can help each other and get through it. I feel like we're more busy, but maybe not doing as good as we should be doing right now because of the pandemic. I mean, we're busy, but it's a weird busy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. So. Um, Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Check out this book that I got. It's Your Ship, uh, Michael Abershoff. Yep, there you go. said it right. Hey. Wow, look at that. And, uh, again, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.